This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can be a patron too for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content every month, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to spend a special shout-out to our patron who supports us at $5 a month. Uh, that is our producer-level credit. Thank you, Jeremiah Dempster, for supporting the show. Now, on to the podcast. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show of friends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 267, Hurts Donut. Mm. Yeah. It's like a halluva kick. It's worse than a uh, glazed donut. Mmm. Mmm. Donut. So, two games to talk about, one good, one bad. But we're going to start this off with the with an email because it covers both games. So I want to make sure All righty. Um, and then we'll, then we'll read the tweets, which there aren't many of, surprisingly, after New England. Um, all right, so Jeremiah Dempster writes in, and he says, friends at the rant. Oh, now we're friends. I mean, he comes up with new things every time. So. <laughs> uh, my friend, my friends give buy me beer, so. I mean, technically he's paying us. But how much of that is buying me beer? Um, I'll let you know next time I see you. Uh, Jeremiah, you need to upgrade your Patreon to buy me beer. <laughs> well, come on. He's already paying five bucks a month. Five? So yeah. ten bucks gives me a good six-pack IPA? Yeah, but doesn't five get you, like, at least something? Eh, it gives me shit. It gives me, like, <laughs> natty. I don't really want to drink natty. <laughs> All right. Anyway, he says... um. All, I, all I'll say about the Revs game is that every tactical system has its peak as well as its most ugly version. This game was clearly the latter, and we got burned for it. Enough said there. I was at the Open Cup Smackdown of the Smurfs, and let me tell you, it was delicious. Nadam, Cutler, both excellent, but I was especially impressed with Bezicourt, who was truly dominant from beginning to end. It got me wondering, what do you think the ceiling for guys like Nadam and Bezicourt are as potential first-team regulars? Are we looking at the future, or are guys like Lawn and Davis simply too much of a lock for the foreseeable future, and those other boys will have to accept bit parts or go elsewhere for their minutes? I have the same question about Etienne, but I think he'll be a starter in the near future here if he's patient. As always, guys, thanks for all you do. Loving the monthly wrap-ups on Patreon. Yeah, they are great. They are they are the best. Which, I put up a poll for our patrons. I don't even know how many people actually responded, because at one point it was like one <laughs> yeah um that was jeremiah yeah uh but i think we're gonna do is we're gonna start releasing like a week after because that was the, the one i saw was a week after they wanted to see it i think that's fair mm. i think a week after is very fair it was two, it was two people voted and both for were for exclusive for a week and then we can lock it so there you go that's well we have doing. a winner there you go <laughs> So, uh, works. so if you're listening to this, you can, exp- if you go to patreon.com, actually, you know what? Screw it. I think I'll just put it in the, I'll put it in the RSS feed. So there you go. All right. Boom. Or I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But anyway, patreon.com slash rebel rant, <clears throat> either there or on the RSS feed. I'll figure it out at some point. Um, anyway, so we'll, we'll talk about all the stuff, I guess, as we go through these games. So, well, um, I mean, we might as well. Or do you want to address some of this now? Yeah, just want to, okay. you might as well address the question now. Um, I mean, there's a few questions in there, so. Well, I mean, you know, comparing kind of Bezicord and Dom to Long and Davis. Um, me, personally, I, I think Dom, out of all those, and Dom, out of all those players, has the highest ceiling. He's only 19 years old still. Um, and to see him play so well in the Open Cup was encouraging. I mean, Truman and I, Went to the game, I believe it was last year, against Bethlehem Steel, and he looked terrible. Mm-hmm. He looked terrible in that game. Um, so to see him – now, you know, granted, 
NYCFC did not play its top lineup aside from Villa either. But uh, again, to see improvement is encouraging. Uh, Bezicourt, 23, is a little older. I really think he's more destined for a role playing uh, role. And um, Long Davis, I, I, yeah, I, I think you said it. I think they're too much of a lock for the foreseeable future. Etienne, uh, I think he is, again, a role player. I, you know, he's a forward. Bradley Ray Phillips certainly is showing no signs of slowing down, but he's on the wrong side of 30. And I, I, I don't think Etienne is the guy who will replace him long-term. Uh, who knows? I mean, maybe with more Open Cup games, um, if they commit to Etienne being the guy, he can start showing a knack for scoring more goals. Um, but, yeah, I, I just don't see it. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, and um, maybe someday this team's starting alongside Long, especially if they can't get the Tim Parker deal done at the end of the season and if he progresses nicely. Uh, but other than that, I think everybody else is pretty much a role player. That's uh, my opinion. Yeah, I think you covered most of it. Um, if Etienne could find his scoring touch, mm-hmm. he'd be unstoppable because he's, he's got moves for days. Yes. Mm-hmm. As, as was on display last night. I mean, moves upon moves. Again, not against the top. NYCFC side, but still, I mean, he, he just shows those flashes of brilliance and he just needs just to put the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Long and Davis are locks for the future that, that Davis mm-hmm. just well, re-signed a new contract, right? right. So mm-hmm. Aaron Long is clearly the, the future if he just kept playing the way he is. I, yeah. I thought Nadon played great last night for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, get tested against better opposition, I guess, and see how he really does. I mean, he's good for maybe when Aurelian Collin is gone. Mm-hmm. He, he, I'm, I'm sure that will be the time for him to come into the main roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Bezicourt was good. It was good, but I, I think you're right. I don't think he's like uh, a guy that's really going to squeeze into this main lineup uh, week in and week out. Mm-hmm. At least, at least uh, definitely not this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what is it? So I think like Bezicor to fit in, like if that, especially with Adams leaving, because he's pretty much a lock at this point to go. Um, Davis is not going anywhere anytime soon. Right, Phillips isn't going anywhere anytime soon. But uh, so I I don't know where Etienne gets in. Maybe like two three years. But I doubt. I, I mean, it ain't it ain't gonna be three years. Something you got something's got to happen with a player at would, that point. I was, gonna, I was going to say, if we get to that point and he and Rifles is still here, then Etienne's not. Right. Um, and, you know, you always need guys in the back line. So I could see them trying to keep a guy like Nadam at least for a year or two. Um, regardless what happens with Parker's contract, right? Obviously, if he's gone, and that's the guy you, at, at least at this point, it looks like you want to step up. Mm-hmm. But. Honestly, who would you rather have as the, the first option off the bench, Nadam or Colin? Based off of last night, I would say Nadam. Oh, although uh, Colin did make a couple good, amazing plays there in the second half. Well, a great sliding tackle on the ball to prevent a goal swing opportunity. But yeah, I mean, you're right. He's. Col- he's I mean, Colin's older and no, injury no. prone. Nadam's, right. Nadam's younger, and as far as you know, doesn't have a problem with injuries. So. Right. I, I definitely think it's interesting. It's interesting that, and I think one of the tweets actually talked about death. Like, as much as we were concerned about death, we have, I wouldn't say a plethora of players at this point, because I, I feel like we have a lot of, un, like, truly untested. For, like, as good as Nadam is, it was one game, right? Correct. <laughs> and in fairness, this was, and, and I think I've, Honestly, I kind of blanked for a minute. Uh, one of you guys, I'm pretty sure, said it though, was this is an NYC side that wasn't in their full lineup. Right. And part of that was because the restrictions of the Open Cup, you're only allowed to have five international players. And NYC relies on those type of players, so they're not at full strength. Right, but I mean, yeah, if, if this is the Dom sign that, like, hey, he did really well against a a half a B side. Blue team. I mean, that's not a bad it's, showing. No, it's not. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like, hey, th- these are the signs of improvement. This is what we want to yeah. see. And again, what'd you say? He's 19 years old? Yeah, he's 19. Yeah, so he's, he's got a long ways to go. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, this is what it is. It's baby steps. Yeah, that's one. Show you can play against this side. Okay, great. You can. 
Now we'll take you to the next level. So uh, I think look at USL. I would say, I mean, arguably, an MLS team's B side should be better than USL. A USL's A side. So you know, he he's done USL. He's now done against B team. You know, maybe someday he will get that chance on uh, the first team. And I don't remember if he played. I, he didn't play in that Orlando game, did he? I don't believe. I so. don't believe so. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. So, I mean, maybe at some point he'll get his MLS chance, and we'll see what he can do at that next that next level. Guys, can I just say I'm hypnotized by this uh, opening thing with the Golden Knights and the Washington Capitals? I'm I'm sorry. I'm just, it's yeah, it's one of the quackiest opening ceremonies for a game I've ever seen. Is it like European bad? No, it's it's a dude in a Golden Knight outfit fighting dudes like wizard guys with like red capes. It's it's pretty wonderful. Oh wow! I yeah. mean, that's that's been the thing, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, so I'm getting a little distracted. I apologize to our listeners. This is just it's something else. So what in the hell is going on? It's ice sword fighting. It's great. I'm not watching this. I don't want to watch it because I don't want to be distracted too. <laughs> yeah, someone actually has to run this show while we're not paying attention because hey, there's get, women with. Hey, uh, get, get through the next couple of second, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Give us like five minutes and we'll be back. All right. So let's get talk about the New England game. Um, went, went up to New England, uh, lost 2 1, unfortunately, but kind of a A minus side that went up there since we were without Adams and Parker. Um, Tweets from that game. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Wayne Harrison at W Harrison 83 said, never understood why MLS schedules matches during international windows. Very few other leagues do teams lose key players. It is to their detriment. I agree wholeheartedly. 100%. Um, Michael Lathrop at Spud mile five says, hashtag buckle up. It's going to be a rough ride during international call-ups. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Although actually, I think after this weekend it'll be a little bit better, right? Because we'll get Adams and Tyler, or yeah, Adams and Barker back. I, I just feel it's like international friendly call ups. That's that's really what hurts my feelings. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we're not playing in World Cup games. <laughs> uh, and uh, Casey Jones at Grateful Shed twenty three says another example of Marsh's late game reactive subs. News flash: Teams are picking up on our tactics. Our system of play is taxing on our players. Why not get fresh legs in when the match is still up for grabs? I understand the lack of options, but where's the death I hear about? And <clears throat> since he re- since well, he for the, yep. for the, your open cup game, yeah. Well, hold on before you. Yeah, we're gonna get back to him, but you, you did miss a tweet uh, because it was it was locked under the uh, sensitive tweets, which I always love. Oh wait, what? Yeah, sure. Our friend Steven Santos, uh, my friend Taxi said, I worked tonight and it sucked. It's like the Red, Revs Red Bulls game. I know it was the same, and it sucked. Fuck you, MLS, and your corporate sponsors, Target. Wait, are you sure that was actually to the Red Bull rant account? Because yes, it was. Yep, it's right here. I'm looking at it. Shit. Yep. Huh. That's I don't okay. think I've, I don't think anything TweetDeck stopped that. I have to turn that well, off. If anything, Taxi just told you exactly where he works. So. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not exactly where he works, but you know. Close enough. Yeah. Um. And then the, the the tweets for the um or the one tweet I should say for the Epic Cup game was Casey Jones at Grateful Shred said I got my ans- I got the answer to my question about quote where's the death I hear about <laughs> <laughs> yeah that I mean but again that was um you know depth versus oh by the way we only have like two uh, North American players on our team for NYCFC right. Yeah. So right. send out the scrubs. All right. So, Listen, and, I, and I'm not taking anything away from that game because we're. De- I'm definitely going to talk about it because I'm very excited to talk about it. Got to be happy about something. Well, we're going to do likes, dislikes. Uh, we can do both games if you want. Like each one gets its own little thing. Yeah. We do each one separate. Uh, I go separate. Okay. All right. So we'll talk. We'll talk New England first because obviously it happened first. Uh, Pat, what did you dislike about that game? Uh, well, where to start? Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's you know, it was another brutal kind of like late game uh, failure. Which I mean, they haven't really been doing too much this season, but we've we've grown. Anyone who's watched this team for a while uh, has certainly grown accustomed to it. So uh, yeah, I mean, that sucked to me. It looked like maybe they were going to steal a point in um, in New England, but you know, as the game wore on, they just couldn't. 
could, they kind of went into a bunker after they got that opening goal and uh, invited that pressure. And sure enough, uh, New England eventually got the game winner. So, uh, yeah, it's, you don't want to see that ever, 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 ever happen. Yeah, it was definitely a game where they just, I don't know, they didn't show any real, uh, what's the word for it, like heart, spunk in that game? Urgency. Right, it was like, it was like kind of like a phoned in game. They scored early and you didn't feel like they were going to be pressing the attack all night. Mm-hmm. And they fell asleep at the end of two halves, both halves falling asleep and giving up goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, the worst, because it's it's literally almost right at the end of the half, and you just you hate to give up those goals. Every and, team hates to give and them. And it wasn't avoidable goal. The defense just didn't give up on the play. Right. Yep. It's just defense is completely falling asleep, and it, yeah, I mean, we all thought that maybe they could just get something out of it, but offenses they didn't show it. They just didn't show that they were really just going all out, and maybe that was the lack of Tyler Adams on that team. Mm-hmm. Very well, could have been. Yeah. Um, I want to like argue about something, but I feel like it's not even worth it for this game. <laughs> uh, I'll just say the turf because why not? <laughs> turf sucks. I think I think last week Pat joked about Colin getting hurt, and at, at one point he was down, on, and I texted you guys and like, yeah, Pat called this right here. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, it's over. That's it. He's out for the year. But he, he did manage to finish the game, so there's that at least. But anyway, so that's that's my dislike because I there's not there's really nothing in particular that I could point to that you guys haven't talked about. Right. It was just a general like my feeling of the game was just a general like bleh about it kind of thing. It was. I mean, that's how the game I, felt the whole time. It was. I, it was a bleh game. I, yeah. I almost as much as the last that the Philly game was the same way. I almost feel like the Philly game was worse, right? Because we were coming off the winning streak at home. Oh yeah, the Philly game is definitely worse. This, this one, we're on the road in New England, a place where we we actually really win with players missing, and it's like you, eh? Like you should have done it, but or you should have tied it, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, you got look, you got a. Uh, I mean, are we kind of going right into afterthoughts, or are we even doing likes? What, what? We're doing likes. Okay, because if I feel like it feels like we're transitioning to yeah, all just it. talk about it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, look, uh, yeah, you're missing some key players in this. You're missing Tim Parker. You're missing uh, Mario. You're missing. Uh, you're missing uh, Tyler Adams. Uh, you know. I, Granted, I think we kind of in the last segment a bit kind of talked about our depth is great, and now we're saying, "Well, we're missing three players. What do you expect?" But uh, I mean, the truth is, and especially in a place, especially I'd say in turf environments, uh, when you're missing your best players, um, when those conditions are not ideal, it's an it's extreme home home field advantage. And you know what? No England is no pushover. So no, certainly not. So in the grand scheme of things, there's no shame in this loss. It just, you know, it still sucks. You, know, you right. don't want to see it happen. So what we're saying, the like is to like it because they were they only lost because they were missing guys. And if they had yeah. those guys, they might have gotten something out of it. If they had those guys, they would have won 7 nothing, And there would have been a soccer riot in Harrison to celebrate. So, yes, that is a big like. Uh, my likes that I could watch this game. Because last week I couldn't. <laughs> oh, there you go. Truman, do you have a like? Uh, that was mine, was that they, they – I'm just going to say that they lost without their key guys, so not as bad. Okay. Yeah. So no big deal. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the Red Bulls followed it up at the their first game of the Open Cup this year in the round of 32 – yeah, 32, um, taking on NYCFC. And for the second straight year, they – uh, took the Smurfs out of the tournament. This year, though, a 4 nothing win. And I saw somebody post on Twitter, it was the second 4 nothing win in a 33-day span against this team. And I and I had a 7-0 tweet ready to go until like, they scored that, that fourth goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll do likes, dislikes about this, and then afterthoughts. So Truman dislikes about uh, this game. That they didn't call the penalty uh, when Derek Etienne got tripped inside the box. 
and that he was clearly inside the box. So I guess that's it. Uh, my favorite part of that, though, is that everyone was chanting for VAR, but guess what, everyone? There's no far in the no far in open cup game, so people were chanting for nothing. Mm. I guess I guess that's the one the one that's like, oh no, you know what? Let me pile on. Uh, I went to this game because I knew I'd be home early until I got stuck in an hour of traffic on 78 Oof. because they shut it down to one lane. So there you go. There's an actual real dislike. Was that like in the Berkeley Heights area? Because I feel like uh, this entire area has been doing road work for the past week. Uh, probably because I believe it was before. It was definitely before 287. Okay, yeah. And it sucked. Yeah. Uh, sure. Just like Derek, Derek Etienne. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Especially, especially for Pat. Especially for me and my like general ambivalence towards the Open Cup. But I mean, come on, you gotta like a four nothing win against this team. Uh, I, I'm not come on, it's I'm always not fun. When I'm is not it not fun? I'm not complaining. Beating the Smurfs four nothing. Uh, it's just I, I, again, I just don't care about the storm. <laughs> you know. I'll say who did care, and I will give them props. Is uh, and I know maybe it's because it's only against blue team, but the fans. Yeah, it was they, they, that was a very decent crowd. It was a nice. I mean, it was all lower bowl except for the Smurf fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was a really good turnout. Yeah, for Open Cup, it sure was. Again, if we end up, uh, what we, we would host Orlando uh, if we beat Philly, right? If mm-hmm. and then like we would go on the road to DC, or we'd host Orlando if we won this round. Listen, I, I believe if we say we advance and we played Orlando, I wouldn't expect that crowd again. No, but it was it was nice to see. Yeah, it looks like it looks like actually, uh, assuming the bracket is set up the way I think it is, then we would host all the way to the finals. <laughs> well, we would have to travel to DC. That's what I've read. Oh, is it okay? Because yeah. the the post on NewYorkRipples dot com doesn't say. How, you know who we would host next, so right. I just assumed it was by, based on the bracket. But oh well, that's just what I'm reading. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, my dislike, and it's going to be, and I, I, know, I know what it is. What is it? it? It's it's not being able to watch on the full screen on your lap on your computer. Oh well, yeah, well, I could. <laughs> I could. No, it's. It's the, the stupid player that U.S. soccer uses for whatever reason. So it's weird. I went to the New York Red Bulls website, went to you know, the slash live page, and the full screen didn't work, so I tweeted at him, and they gave me the link to the U.S. soccer page, and it worked there. Okay. So it's just the stupid player, I guess, when it's not on the U.S. soccer site, that button gets disabled. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, Mickey Mouse told <laughs> <laughs> just broadcast on YouTube. It's there. It's like free. Yeah, I don't. That I just I don't understand. I mean, it's a, it'd be the same exact stuff you need. And honestly, it makes things a hell of a lot easier. And you know what? It makes replays readily available. Right. Uh, but I bet you YouTube wants some dinero now. I bet they, they'd want some cash they, for. They probably. You know, I'll bet you that's what's going on. Well, we want cash some money. You uh, you know what? Then I'm surprised. Uh, was it Soccer United Marketing couldn't like somehow roll the Open Cup into the ESPN TV deal? I think that's what it should be on. I think it should be on the ESPN Plus. I mean, if you could show freaking USL games on there, yeah, it, it really. I mean, that that's the one positive thing. I will 100 agree on it. Should be on ESPN Plus at this point. Yeah, kind of silly. That's not. With, with no, I, mean, I, guess, workout, I guess. I obviously. suppose. I guess. I suppose one reason you wouldn't want to do that is. I mean, are people going to pay for ESPN Plus just to watch the Open Cup? It, no, I'd say it's a bonus. It, I mean, you're already you're already paying to watch MLS games. You're paying to watch USL games. But, but, but Why again, not throw it on there? But if you're like a team, was it the NX, NXT Rayos, whatever, like the the one amateur team, like they're not paying for the watch, right? Yeah, but I mean, and also at the same time, you have to say, I mean, like, yeah, out of the however many Rebel fans, <laughs> regular Rebel fans there are, how many of own ESPN Plus for MLS games? Is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's 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 where you get into the an issue because it really ESPN Plus makes sense for people that live out of market like I do. Oh yeah. Or maybe I don't know if it's possible. But maybe get them to at least like host it, on, like host the stream for free somehow. Yeah, I mean ESPN three, you could do that. Yeah. 
or what? Well, or watch ESPN, I guess technically whatever it's called. They they merged it now. So you yeah, just, ESPN three is I guess watch ESPN now. Yeah, it's all it's all one site now. But like you yeah. just you make it based off of a what is it the the cable provider login, not an ESPN Plus login, right? <laughs> that way, it's you can still get money for it, but now you make it more accessible because people aren't paying extra for it. Right. We're solving issues. We're selling yeah. everything. I mean, ESPN broadcasts the final anyway, right? So, right, correct. Yeah, might as well just do it for these rounds. And honestly, all they have to do is just host. All they have to do is just host up the video that US Soccer is already producing. Don't even take on that that burden of producing it. Right. Mm-hmm. We need to write them. We need to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, likes for the game. Uh, I'm gonna go first since I haven't gotten first this, this episode yet. All righty. The fact that we scored within. Two minutes again, mm-hmm. and we probably would have scored within the first, a uh, second time in the first five minutes if it wasn't for the fact that, that NYC had an injury because we had that momentum going. Yeah, is there anything better than shutting the blue fans up uh, two minutes into the game? Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, again, I didn't, I didn't even hear them. Well, I, I, I'm guessing because of what it was, they just weren't mic'd up. But I didn't even hear them on the stream. Yeah. I mean, you could see them. They were up there at some, you know, a few points jumping up and down. And so they must have been singing something. I don't know. You can't hear from the other side of the stadium. So, well, they didn't even show it on the stream. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they, they were there. They actually had a good amount of fans come out. Well, I remember this, the Red Bulls produced it. So, right. Yeah. They're not, they're not making those jabronis. Uh, my like is, uh, yeah, I sat in traffic, but I'm so glad I made the last minute decision to go to this game because it was fun. It was yeah, a perfect yeah. night. It was just what a treat. Yeah. I uh, final like uh, yeah, best court scoring two minutes. Cool, good for you, dude. <laughs> you didn't you didn't like uh, Royer's uh, double in like what a, a minute and a half or whatever the hell it was. It was garbage time. <laughs> I mean, look the one. I can't. I mean, here's the thing. I can't really complain about this game in any way because the, the lineup fits how I would approach the open cup anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and I like to see the kids get their time, which was, what was nice to see about Adam. Uh, and it was nice to see best court get on the, on the board. Um, yep. I don't know if he has scored for the main roster yet. Who? In his career. Uh, sure he has. Sure he has. Best court. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, either way, it was nice to see him get a goal. And it's interesting to see him get it so soon against Smurf city. Uh, how about the fact that, Yet again, Via gets subbed off, hmm. and it wasn't even a, uh, a what was this? I think it was two nothing at that point. It was, yeah. it was a so, the last two goals were in the, like the last five minutes. Yep, I mean subbed off again, and now I mean that's smartly done because again you need him for a, a actual league game. You know, I I I get it. It's two nothing. What are the chances of coming back? But still, I don't know. I eat it up. I think it's just wonderful. <laughs> So, first off, Bezacourt has four goals scored in the regular season this year. What? Yeah. Yeah. He, four goals scored in eight games played. He scored in the Portland game, I believe. Uh, Maybe. I don't remember when. Uh, hold on. Just the game log. I don't remember any of these fucking games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. He scored. Probably scored against the Smurfs because everyone did and everyone does. Wait, what the hell? <laughs> oh, this is last year. No. Wait, okay. Last year. Well, I mean, no. that's still nice question. He's something, something's game. really. It's something's really weird here. I'm okay. No, I'm stats. sorry. I'm sorry. I misread this. No, he scored zero goals on the main for. Oh, okay. Okay. In the league, I, I misread the wrong column. I was like, just when did this mystery scoring happen? <laughs> Um, but the best part about Via coming off was um, uh, Cangelosi and Shep were talking about if they should pull Via off, and Shep was like, yeah, they got a big game coming up, and like two minutes later, he's off the field. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they telegraphed it. Yeah, no, that was fun. Really fun. Also, I'll say this about the game, uh, getting back to the whole fan thing. It's really loud when the stadium's half empty and and the supporters get going. And maybe it's just me because maybe there's not as much like ambient noise from like regular cheering and stuff. Uh, but man, that place is—it just echoes. 
It really echoes, and it sounded awesome. I don't know how it sounded when you guys are watching it, because, again, you're watching on a stream. Um, yeah, but the, the, the South Ward was very clear. Yeah. The stream. But man, oh, man. I mean, you want to talk about cranked up. That was cranked up. All right. Afterthoughts on the two games? I think I gave. I think we gave ours, right? Yeah. I think we, we kind of chatted enough. Indeed. Okay. Uh, so then the prediction standings, uh, Truman, you get a point for the New England game because you called the yep. loss. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Uh, so you would you would be tied with Pat for first, but Pat has a tiebreaker over you. So right now he's still in first. I'm That's not, right. Not worried about tiebreakers. And I, I'm in third with four points still. <laughs> Coming from my belts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at this point that we're like the worst start we've had to a season. It's yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. All right. So the Red Bulls have a game coming up uh, on Saturday against the Columbus Crew, and I feel like we had one. We have one on Wednesday too, but for some reason, but I feel like that's wrong. I don't know why I feel like it was a Wednesday game because oh, there uh, is a Wednesday game. I do have Wednesday game against Seattle. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. We got double predictions, baby. Yeah. All right. So first up, they have a game against Seattle, or I'm sorry, at Columbus. I'm. Uh, Columbus has a seven three five record, twenty six points plus a goal difference. Um, I forgot to write down what their home is, so let me look it up real quick. Uh, they are five one and two at home. However, they're coming off of a uh, Open Cup loss to Chicago, in which they went to PKs. So they played an extra thirty minutes plus penalty kicks, and they lost ten nine in penalty kicks. That is a festival of PKs. Yes, it is. So many PKs. I don't know how many rounds that actually is. I'm hoping it's like 20 somehow. <laughs> uh, so predictions, and we always go leader first. So, Pat, you get to go first. What's your prediction for the Columbus game? Uh, you know, it's uh, I definitely don't want to finally go this route, but uh, I think they're going to lose. I mean, despite that PK uh, craziness, doesn't appear like Columbus really played many uh, starters uh, in that one. Um I mean, granted, I'm really looking at the roster, what played that day, and I mean, their numbers are high. And usually the guys with the high numbers are the scrubs. So, But at least I know I don't see Giassi Sardes, and I don't see Guayin. So, uh, you know, these are guys that didn't make it. Um, so, you know, they're, they're going to be well-rested. Um, and, you know, they're the third-place team in the East right now. I mean, certainly we have games in hand, but, Look, they they didn't. As far as I know, they didn't send anybody away to the World Cup right now. We've got, uh, you know, not now. Not only we're we not missing, uh, you know, Mario Parker and uh, Adams, we're not missing Kaku, who was away with Paraguay. So um, it's really hard to see us going to Columbus and winning this one. Um, hopefully, they can put in a valiant effort. Uh, I almost feel like every time I go against this team, they prove me wrong. But I'm going to go against this team, and I'm going to say they are going to walk away with a, another 2-1 loss. I love a draw here. Love it. Because uh, they just gave up a bunch of goals to Toronto. So I, I like their chances to get something out of this, and I think it would absolutely be fantastic if they do. Uh, it would be great leading into a mid dumb midweek home game against Seattle. Um, the last time I checked, stink. So... They do. Yeah, they stink. They're pretty bad. So I think I think fighting to get points out of here is, would be paramount. Uh, I'm going to go with the old 2-2. I'm feeling a good 2-2. Uh, I just I think they can absolutely get a point out of here. I think they're just as good, if not better, than Columbus. I mean, and they're coming in fully rested. And BWP didn't have to play at all in Open Cup, at all. And he was on the bench. Didn't have to. There was no reason to bring him in. So he got to get a nice little... You know, midweek time off, so he's going to be fully fit and ready to go for this one. Isn't it amazing that Wright Phillips doesn't play and still scores the same amount of goals as Fia does? Yeah. Yep. Fia still hasn't scored in Rebel Arena. No, he has not. All right. Uh, my prediction I really want to say win. I really do. Because I feel like that extra 30 minutes is. Had, especially losing in penalty kicks 10-9, I feel like has a big psychological toll. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like 
And I, I did, I'm saying this not knowing who they played, but I feel like they would have done the same thing. The Ripples didn't play a lot of young players, and therefore the veterans aren't necessarily taking the psychological hit. Um, I'm going to go 1-1 one, one draw. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the logic behind it is um, as much as Columbus's form has been good, I didn't read it off, but they're – Last five, they they went win 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 draw draw. Um, as much as they haven't lost recently, I think the Chicago match hurts them. Even though the guys may not have played, um, the Red Bulls, like you said, some of the, the, our big players have been rested, and I'm, I'm just gonna say Ryan Maris still is on point. I mean he. He had a pin or blank. What the hell? I can't even remember what the hell you call it. Point blank save against Via in the in the Open Cup game. How, yeah, boy. How do we not talk about that yeah, play? I don't know how we didn't oh talk about that. Oh my god, it. that play was unbelievable. He had two back to back saves, and the Dom clears it off the line. Yep. But uh, so I, I feel like we can do enough to get a point out of this one. So I'm going to go one one draw with it. Yeah, I mean, Red Bulls starters. I, I, I have a feeling Royer will probably start the game on the bench because he played all ninety. In that he played all ninety minutes in the Open Cup, and they play on Wednesday. So if he, you know, rests for this game, uh, comes in as a sub if needed, and then gets ready to play all ninety next week. Right. But again, I think they have enough on the wing to kind of, you know, not have to sweat too much that he's not in the lineup. Yeah. All right. Uh, so then following that, the Red Bulls will take on the Seattle Sanders uh, at home on Wednesday, June 13th, 8 p.m. Eastern start time. That one's on MSG. Oh, that's right. Columbus, I don't remember if I read time in TV. Columbus is 5 o'clock on ESPN. Ooh. 5 o'clock? Yeah. 5 o'clock? Well, right right they, after uh, USA uh, France. Man. Oh, yeah. All right. There you go. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, so Seattle comes in. Right now, they have they a, are hot garbage. <laughs> two, two seven and two record, <laughs> one four and one on the road, eight points minus seven goal difference. Just for reference, they are tied for dead last with Colorado for points on the season. Oof, and one behind DC. <laughs> one behind super super team DC United. Yeah. Ufa. So yeah, they are not having a good year. Uh so this one should hopefully be right for the picking. Pat, since you're still in the lead, you get to go first again. And and I want to caveat this. Uh as much as we're making predictions now, we do reserve the right for Wednesday games to change them. Right. Based on, based on what we see on Saturday. In case somebody yeah. dies. Yeah. Well, sure, if that's how you want to go with it. Um, yeah, uh, this one I see being a win. I mean, look, they're coming home. And granted, you know, our Wednesday crowds are rarely great. Um, but, you know, it just seems bad. They're just bad. Um, and you can't lose those games. I who's missing. And to be fair, though, I think it would be a stress to expect them to start. I mean, Parker and Adams will be back. Um you know, I mean, they'll be flying back from France, so I, it's a bit of a stretch to see them start and playing full 90 or anything like that. But they will be back. They will be available. Um, that being said, I mean, look, once once uh, Seattle lost uh, Jordan Morris the opening of the season uh, and it came down to old man uh, Clint Dempsey having to carry the torch, uh, you kind of knew they were in trouble. And they, they, it's proven that so. I mean, I think I think Clint Dempsey's like he, uh, he now plays in a wheelchair. <laughs> no, not, I'm sorry. That's that's me. A motor scooter like, uh, helps him get up and down the field. Um, so I mean, he's that old. Uh, but it, yeah, they're just they're not what they were uh, as recently as last year. Um, and even with some of our guys uh, potentially not being there, I, I don't see how they lose this one. I don't see how they draw this one. Uh, I'm hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm going even with the missing guys. I'm going with three nothing win. Oh, you motherfucker! Mm-hmm. 
Uh, do I? Oh, I mean that is that is the money number right there. Uh, I I get the feeling that uh, Robles is going to start on Wednesday. It sounds like he's close to being back. Yeah, like he's pretty much said that he's he's fit. He's already been practicing with the team. I think maybe they give him this away game off, considering how well Ryan Mara has been playing, which is really just spectacular. And then you uh, save, and then you save Mara for the Open Cup game. Yep. Uh, son of a bitch. Do I take it up or take it down a notch? I'm not sure. I'll take it down a notch and say two nothing. Uh, there's no reason why this team should lose. There's none. There's none, 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 none. You're at home. Uh, Seattle stinks midweek. There's going to be about 15 fans there because it's a Wednesday night and no one cares about Seattle anymore. They're not cool. Uh, I'm pretty sure Clint Dempsey is going to be away with the U.S. at the World Cup. Oh! Come on, man. No, American double here. burn. Double okay. burn. So, so the question has to be asked: at what, <laughs> at what minute does the U.S. reject chant get broken out? Uh, whenever he gets close to the southward. Possibly, yeah. Uh, he wasn't a starter. He might get a reprieve. Yeah, but he was the super sub. So, yeah, he's also old. My question is: When does he come onto the field and get red carded immediately? Uh, immediately. Yeah, that's 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 about right for him uh, lately. Mm-hmm. Well, the question is the, the question isn't how or the question isn't if it's how, right? It's right. What does he do? Like, it's does not he if take, it's when. <laughs> does he does he take the referee's uh, notebook again? Right. Get the record that way. Because the notebook part two. <laughs> uh. Um. So I'm going to. God damn it! I was gonna make. I was gonna say two nothing as well. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at it, and Seattle, as much as they're minus seven, they've only given up 14 goals. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. It's. I wanted. I wanted to ramp it up. I wanted to say four one. Go to go the reverse Henri, but reverse Henri. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. What do I have to lose in this? Right? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> it's not like we have money on this or anything. <laughs> just, a, just a golden title. That's all. Well, now that uh, now that sports betting has been legalized in New Jersey, finally, although the governor still signed a stupid law, we can put money on it. <laughs> well, I can go. To, I can go to Delaware. Yeah. They started. Why the hell? We went over this. Why would anyone go to <laughs> Delaware? Why are we bringing this up again? Well, for me, that's the closest I can go. <laughs> Not yeah, worth it. Delaware. Not worth it at all. I wouldn't go just a game. I'm saying if I wanted to, that's where I. That's the. That's what, like, if I'm going to Red Bull Arena, I'm, I can make a stop in Delaware and bet on the game on my way, and then <laughs> cash in on the way back. Ugh, gross. I'm sorry. I know. I'm not saying I would do it. I'm saying it's possible. <laughs> There's a difference there. That would be terrible. We should seriously one day just get Delaware and Rhode Island each elect a champion to battle to the death as to who gets to stay in America. I like that. I like that idea. You know? One must go. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some other states we could throw in there, too. We'll bring Puerto Rico in to replace one of them. Yeah, there we go. Puerto Rican deserves it. Yeah. They have I mean, nice beaches. I mean, the, the state of their electricity grid... They're kind of already at the uh, Mad Max situation, right? Right. Well, we bring them in. We actually fix. Well, we bring them into America. We're like, oh, now we'll fix your grid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. America. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, Open Cup. We're not. We're not previewing it yet. But the Red Bulls drew the Philadelphia Union in the round of sixteen. That game is Saturday, June sixteenth, seven p.m. Eastern time, and I. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be going to it. It's just a matter of where I'm sitting at this point. Um, because ESC hasn't turned around yet that they have tickets. Not that I blame them for it, because it's right. <laughs> within the day. Uh, New York Red Bulls 2 hosted FC Cincinnati last week. They lost 2-1. This week, they host uh, on Saturday the Charlotte Independence at 7 p.m., and this week is their home opener at Montclair. So they're no longer playing at Rebel Arena this year. All right. Cool. They can pack their stadium. Sort of pack, pack it in. Uh, Sky Blue FC still has not won a game. Still stinks. Still uh, stinks. 
2-1 loss at home to the Utah Royals. Uh, tomorrow night, or today, whenever you listen to this, uh, Friday, June 8th, they're hosting the Washington Spirit at 7 p.m., so hopefully they can break that streak. Unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, but unlikely. All right, time for the dumping ground. Uh, none of these are mine, so... I mean, I wrote one of them for, for Pat to, to talk about, but I, none of these are mine, so... Uh, I wrote them all. Well, I mean, two of them are Red Bull related. But they're all your topics. <laughs> I, mean, I have a couple more at the end, so just a couple more. All right, so Quick. go ahead, Pat. All right, well, I mean, you know, obviously uh, we should probably talk about it. I mean, even though many have said the build is not exactly the most reliable um, source, they said that Jesse is soon about to jump ship to Leipzig to be their new head coach. Uh, yes, the reports say trainer, but apparently trainer is head coach in Germany. So uh, what do you boys think about that? I'll believe it when I actually see it. Let, let's I, We talked about it. Give me a bunch more credible sources here. Uh, how come this is like really not talked about by Patrick Vieira going to nice? is like nonstop, you know? I think it's funny that one is just kind of pushed aside and one is like, that's all they're talking about. Yeah. Um, so one's an American coach, one's a foreign coach. Right. I mean, one's also, you know, touted to go manage Arsenal at some point. He's but, been for Man City. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's, like I said, give me some more sources. Yeah. I mean, fun little thought as to why it may not be building that much steam. It's very possible that uh, Jesse Marsh knows he's on Ernie Stewart's shortlist uh, for the U.S. Uh, head coaching gig, and he may rather do that uh, than coach in Europe. Um, who knows? Uh, you know, that's the one. That's the only thing I can potentially think of. Like, so maybe he said the Leipzig. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but let me see if uh, the national team comes calling. Um, and, and, and he did get that, the, you know, the European coaching license. There is that hanging. I mean, he didn't do that for nothing. So if you want yeah. to add more credibility to the story, there's definitely that for sure. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm personally hoping, you know, he obviously stays for the whole season, but if he decides he doesn't want the U.S. job or finds out he's out of the running and uh, Leipzig comes calling, I – I can't begrudge him because you're not getting that job unless you leave midseason. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard for me to say don't take the higher paying, higher profile job uh, because of loyalty. I mean, it's just a, it's a problem. It's the the problem um, fatal flaw of MLS. I mean, sometimes guys got to leave midseason. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want their next step of their career to t- take off properly. So usually, it's not coaches. Yeah. Yeah, but but the good thing is that like if 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 he does stay towards the end of the season at least, some managers getting sacked. Come on, they all, that's it's, that's what Europe is. Everyone gets yeah. fired. Like two games in, people are getting fired. So there's always going to be an opening, no matter what. Mm-hmm. It just it might just not be uh, Red Bull Leipzig. It might be uh, third level, you know, uh, Northampton Town. So yeah, Northampton Town. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I guess then there's that. Then there's uh. The, oh, there's I didn't. That. I didn't get to give my actual opinion on it. Uh, you take too long to <laughs> give your opinion. Well, it's because you guys kept talking. Go um, faster. <laughs> so if he's leaving, like you said, it's got to be now. Um, honestly, I can't see him not going at this point because the and we've been hearing it from uh, Kangelos and Chef for like the last two years now that they're trying to do this. You know. What happens in Salt? What happens in Leipzig happens in Salzburg. What happen? It happens in New York. So if you're going to bring a guy in to coach your team, you might as well bring somebody from the inside the organization that already knows what you're trying to do. And maybe it was part of a package deal for Adams. Like as as much as that sounds weird, like you know, not much of a package. I mean, what we're going to get billions of dollars? That's the only thing that that'd be coming our way. It, yeah, we're getting money. we're getting billions of dollars, you know. But I mean, maybe it's just one of those things. Like because of what he's done here with the Red Bulls, and specifically with him and to an extent Curtis, uh, getting the youth system up and running the way it's been. Maybe they're looking. Maybe it's not necessarily like he's going to lease it, but it's maybe not just about 
being the head coach. Maybe it's about helping to build up the academy there. Right? I mean, if if he's get has a, a somewhat proven track record for youth now, then... Well, I mean, I certainly... I forget where I read it, but I certainly read that throughout the entire Red Bull system. Salzburg, uh, uh, Leipzig as well. It's that they are all about, you know, getting kids out there. Um, so, you know, I would... Pre- presumably, the academy system... Uh, and from my understanding, in Germany, the academy system is extraordinarily strong. Um, it kind of, uh, they kind of revamped it in like the mid 2000s. Um, you know, he'll, I think he's going to be walking into a good situation in that regard for Leipzig. And not for nothing, but we talked about all the accomplishments he's done. Uh, there's something major that he hasn't done, so. Yes, indeed. That's when a, a actual, you know, title aside from a supporter shield, which I guess in Germany is good enough, right? That's yeah. good enough in Germany. That is what we want here. We don't need playoff wins. We don't care about playoffs. We do not care about DF Poker. Just sign the paper on them. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Pat. All right. Uh, all right, so this next part. Um, uh, the internet lost its fucking mind when Kaku posted a picture of um, uh, Kaku posted a picture of a Pusetto jersey that was red and white, and nobody looked close enough to realize it was a Huracan jersey, <laughs> not a Red Bull jersey. And when I called that shit out, people still say, "Well, but it's like, um, you know," uh, and I'm like, "They're friends. They used to play together. It doesn't mean anything." Yes, I believe the rumors that. Red Bull is interested in Pissetto, but I also do think Red Bull is – I also believe the rumors that Red Bull is shortchanging Huracan saying, yeah, we're not going to spend that much money on him. Like, here's some – and then the, so they can have plausible deniability when he doesn't come. <laughs> so, so I would love to see Pissetto here, and I'm not saying it's dead, but that picture meant nothing. No, it meant nothing at all. You know, it's like – but, like, everybody's freaking out, and – yeah, meaningless. So, Jay? I don't really care about this. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Moving on! Until he shows up, it's not, it's not worth it. <laughs> Perfect. All right, uh, well, I guess the last on my little bit. Um, USA, after a very fun uh, win with the kids, 3 uh, nothing over Bolivia. Uh, dropped a, their friendly uh, match against Ireland two to one. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, everything that was great about Bolivia didn't really happen. This one, nobody really stood out. Um, you know, uh, a couple players didn't. I mean, Timothy Way, I think he still had a uh, solid performance. Uh, Bill Hamid had a match to absolutely forget. Um, Surprise, surprise. I mean, yeesh. I mean, this is a guy who I once thought was on the fast track. I mean, granted, the only time I ever watched him was against the Rebels, but holy shit, did he make saves that frustrated me. Um, you know, but, yeah, he just – I mean, apparently he's only played once for his new team in Denmark, and that rush showed. Uh, I'd say he was culpable on both goals uh, that the U.S. gave up, uh, but especially the first one, so – uh, brutal outing by him, and then just eh, mediocre performance by pretty much everybody else. Maybe he uh, was also concussed. Yeah, right. Um, the next USA will be up against uh, Francis uh, Friday or the Saturday. I'm sorry. I believe it's also it's on ESPN regular, and we'll lead right into the Red Bull game, which should be nice. Yeah. Um, and that's that. And I guess the other USA news: uh, Ernie Stewart is officially the GM. Who uh, I forget a couple weeks ago, I think I listed all the powers the GM was supposed to have, and apparently he has like next to none of them. So, <laughs> it sounds like just this. It really just sounds like a position that they're like, hey, by the way, when everything goes to shit, we're gonna blame you. That's exactly what it'll be. Yeah. Yep. Fall guy. Yeah, so, so apparently he will be able to recommend who the next head coach is. Oh, great! And I mean, I've only seen mild rumors that Greg Berhalter and Jesse Marsh are on the short list. So, not yeah. to, really. It's just, it's, just, it's no news, really. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. I have uh, just two quick topics, just something that's been on my mind this week. Uh, is Motown Philly the best song sung about Philadelphia? Can you think of a better one? I can't. Any songs about Philly? I'll top my head anyway. Well, why would anybody sing a song about Philly? Well, it's Motown Philly. It's just a little like different. I said Motown Philly. Yeah. Um, the theme song to Fresh Prince of Bel Air is partially about Philly. And, and there's a Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen song called Philadelphia. Hmm. I was going to say that the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is talking about leaving Philly, so. But it mentions it. But maybe that's why. That's the best one, because it's about leaving Philly. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stand by Motown Philly. I'm going to stand by it. All right, let's do it. Let's uh, my, all right, so my second question is, if Tony, Tony, Tony did it again, what did they do the first time? It? I, I guess, but what was it? Like, what did they do? Sex. I, I, no, that's, that's possible, but which Tony? Oh, all of them. Y, E, or I, Tony? Or maybe that's his name, first, middle, and last. No, there was three of them. There were there were there were three Tonys. Maybe they ran the train. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know, they that's how they did it again. I should have expected that. I really should have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, these were just burning questions on my mind that I had to just get out there. So if anyone knows a better song about Philly than Motown Philly, let me know. And what what was that what was the thing that uh, Tony 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 did the first time? Good question. Yeah. All right. So let me get into my terrible team of the week. It's very, very easy. Uh, and there's only one simple reason, and that's Philadelphia. Hmm. Because when you get two guys sent off in a matter of, um, oh, I don't yeah. know, 30 <laughs> seconds. Oh, not even. <laughs> you deserve terrible team. That was just amazing. I mean, oh, good grief. That was uh, so tremendous to see. Uh, how do you get two yellow cards in – a matter of five seconds. It was a straight red and two yellows in five or seven seconds, something like that. And I will say this, and, and fans fans can say all they want about, you know, come on, you're getting carried away. But he was so persistent after oh, getting yeah. carded, after getting the yellow. He was, oh, yeah. And play, there, his players didn't do a good enough job pulling him away. Like, no. he stayed in his face. You deserved it, buddy. You deserved yeah. it. Yeah. I'll tell you a very funny story of when I played uh, uh, in high school. Uh we were playing Voorhees, and I don't remember the situation, but I remember one of the Voorhees players said, what the fuck? Um, he got yellow carded, and he said, why, why can't I say fuck? He simply, he, then he got red carded and sent off. His buddy on the team goes, I don't understand. You just can't say fuck, and he got yellow carded. <laughs> so, so that guy, the second guy didn't get sent off, but I, I'll never forget it. It was like, boom, boom. What, you can't say fuck? Oh, you're, you got a yellow card, too. Oh, man. So that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, this is unbelievable. I'm like, what was he saying? Because it must have been outrageous. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I'm sure Philly fans don't think this, and I'm sure if it did happen to me, I'd probably change what I'm about to say. But I kind of feel like watching that sequence, I'd be like, I'm not even mad. That's just impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you the Ron Burgundy, I'm not mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even mad. Impressed. So I'm I'm hoping Philadelphia is going to continue this downward spiral that I've been predicting since the start of the year. I'm hoping that I'm hoping this is the really this is the beginning of the end. Yeah, well, I think they didn't they just give uh, whoever they played in the Open Cup a royal spanking. Sure, Open Cup. You, you <laughs> oh, can't yeah, use that. You can't use that, Pat. You can't use it. <laughs> yeah, you specifically can't use it. <laughs> uh, let's see. It was Richmond Kickers. It wasn't even an MLS team. Still five goals. Yeah, but Houston scored five goals on an amateur team. Yeah, an amateur team. So do we. We, we. we scored four goals on an amateur team, all right? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey they were at least semi pro, okay? <laughs> all right, anything else? Uh, I don't believe so. I think that's it. I believe that is a wrap. Okay. Let's yeah, let's wrap it up then. Uh patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Red Bull Rant. Uh one bucks a month. All you need to get exclusive content a week early, since that's how we're changing this. Um such as weekly wrap ups, uh if we do any post shows from live from the game, stuff like that. 
if you want to email us during the week, redballrant at gmail.com. You can call us at 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redballrant on Twitter at redballrant for the show at Dr. Stooge for myself at PMAC, DA2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. I would absolutely love a double win, but I will take four points. Yes, it'd be nice if you guys came away with four to six points. It would make me happy. So why don't don't they just go out and uh, do it? Do it. Do it. Just do it. Do I should have downloaded that. Do it. Open the trunk. Do it. Do All it. Right. I think this can add it to the board next week. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Put it on the board. Do it. Yeah. Do it. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 267 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Keno! Nice.